Welcome to Epileptic Rants. My name's Lucas. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. All I'm going to do is get on here and rant. Well, how is everyone doing today? I hope you consider yourself blessed. I know I do. I was able to wake up and put my knees on the ground and thank the Lord for life. Every day I can do that, I consider a blessed day. Well, I'm having a confusing day. I'm trying to figure out how to vote. I don't know if I should vote by the precinct that's correlated to the address on my driver's license or if I should vote by the precinct in which I live by my home address I'm just not sure because the address on my driver's license was the address at which I used to live and now I've since moved and I have a new address and therefore a new voting precinct I'm just not sure what to do so what did I do? I called the registrar's office and asked them. And all they did, they told me what voting precinct that my new address was going to be using. Which I could have found that out already. They really didn't answer my question. I'm just so confused. I want to be able to vote. And I don't want to go to a precinct and stand in line for hours and then be turned away and be told that I'm voting at the wrong place. And then have to go somewhere else and stand in line for another couple of hours. Which I would. It wouldn't be any problem to me if I had my own vehicle but the only thing is I'm going to be dependent upon someone else to take me up there to vote that's what's going to make it such a problem the idea of being turned away and having to go wait another few hours is just going it just doesn't make me feel good I want to vote so bad yet I just don't like the idea of getting up there and getting turned away and having to ask the person who is taking me, which I probably will anyway, because that's how bad I want to vote this year. I really want to put my two cents in. We live in a country where we are allowed to choose our leaders, and that is a blessing, and it's one we need to take advantage of. Definitely one we need to put our voices in. We need to have our voices heard. And I want to have my voice heard. It doesn't get to get heard too often. Well, other than six days a week here on Epileptic Rants. But I really want to vote this year. And I wish I could have got some more sound answers from the registrar's office but she said they were swamped due to early voting I wonder if I can vote early 
I wonder if I could go up to the registrar's office and vote early. I don't know. It would just be different if I could take myself around. I mean, I could walk up there, but I don't want to walk all the way across town. I might just get my old roommate to take me and just see if I could vote early and just get it over with. And then when I get up there, if I'm not allowed to vote early, I'll ask then more specifically where I'm allowed to vote or where my voting precinct is due to the fact that I've moved and that my address is different than the one on my photo ID. I don't have a driver's license, I have a photo ID. So it's due to the fact that I'm afraid I'll get to the polling place and they'll ask for a photo ID and I'll pull it out and they'll say, well, your address is different here. You don't vote here. You vote somewhere else. That's my biggest fear. I think it would be easier just to go get a new photo ID made and then go to the precinct where I'm living at now and vote there. I don't know. For a guy like me, I can make anything confusing. But either way, she told me where to go try to vote at, and I'm going to go try to vote there on November the 3rd, period, whether I go up to the registrar's office and try to vote early today or not. I even printed out an absentee ballot earlier today, or a registration for an absentee ballot, because I really want to vote this year. I want to put my two cents in. Boy, that turned into a rant. I always get on here every morning just wondering what I'm going to rant about and something comes out every single morning. It turned into a pretty decent rant too. Let's see if we can find some good news out there. I know there's got to be some. Let's see what we can find. Here's some good news. From baking pies to carving pumpkins, 56% of respondents in a new survey said they're happier in autumn compared to any other season. Whether it's walking in the crisp air, surrounded by orange and red maple trees, or enjoying special food and drinks, the 2000 Americans polled were nostalgic about and eager for the season. The top three best aspects of fall, according to the respondents, were watching the leaves change color, 51%, feeling the chill in the air, 45%, and drinking hot chocolate, 44%. People also love getting ready for the holidays, 40%, Halloween and Thanksgiving. Another big portion of affection for the season can be found in the kitchen. 40% always look forward to making homemade soup. Baking, cooking, and the tasty spices all figured prominently on the list, grabbing 9 of the top 20 answers for best things about fall. Due to the pandemic, 68% of respondents are planning more quiet, 
indoor activities this year than in previous years, and 31% report they've been unable to participate in all the things they normally do, with some unavailable. Instead, they're spending time around the house, with 28% of respondents planning to eat more holiday foods this year compared to previous years. So here's a list of the top 20 fall favorites. Number 1. Watching the leaves change color. Number 2. The chill in the air. Number 3. Drinking hot cocoa. Number 4. Getting ready for the holidays. Number 5. Making homemade soup. Number 6. Beginning to cook holiday foods. Number 7. Watching Halloween movies. Number 8. Wearing big sweaters. Number 9. Listening to the sound of rain on my roof. Number 10. Lighting seasonal candles. Number 11. Baking pies. Number 12. Having cinnamon apple food and drinks. Number 13. Making pumpkin pie. Number 14. Having pumpkin spice food and drinks. Number 15. Drinking hot apple cider. Number 16. Carving pumpkins. Number 17. Wearing chunky socks and boots. Number 18. Stepping on crunchy leaves. Number 19. Wearing plaid and flannels. And number 20. Baking pumpkin bread. One poll conducted a survey which was commissioned by Stuff Puffs, the chocolate-filled marshmallow brand. Michael Tierney, the founder at Stuff Puffs, said, Many respondents are adapting to this year's unusual circumstances. It's a great opportunity to introduce new traditions, whether that's watching a scary movie every Friday or a virtual bake-off on the weekends. Me, personally, I enjoy autumn. It's just the seasonal change, the cool weather rolling in, the change in the leaves. I enjoy the crunchy leaves underfoot the different foods that come out just the changing of the season is what I enjoy I don't enjoy my sinuses clogging up but I thoroughly enjoy the fall season and who doesn't love football everybody loves football I don't I don't watch it as much as I used to but I still enjoy it here's to the changing of the seasons Let's see if we can find some more good news. Here's a good story. When this devoted Oregon dad set out to revolutionize his local playground in Portland, he had only planned on making it more disability-friendly for his daughter, Harper, who has been using a wheelchair for her entire life. Eleven years later, his ideas are making playgrounds more fun and accessible for everyone, regardless of their disability.
G. Cody, Q.J. Kohlberg, was inspired to redesign the modern playground after he took Harper to a playground for the first time in 2009. To his dismay, he found that the wood chips surrounding the play equipment made it inaccessible for his four-year-old daughter's wheelchair. Upon hearing the Goldberg's frustrations, the city's Parks and Recreation Department said that they didn't have the money for any new projects, but they would support the playground's reconstruction if it was privately funded. The Goldbergs then launched Harper's Playground, a nonprofit devoted to opening more handicap accessible U.S. playgrounds, and after three years of tireless fundraising, they opened their first park to the public in November 2010. The playground features everything from musical instruments and handicap accessible play equipment to green social spaces and paved ramps, which are used by skateboarders and wheelchair users alike. Goldberg told Freethink that Harper's Playground in Portland is designed with three levels of enrichment for children. The space has to be physically inviting, so if you use wheels, you can absolutely get everywhere, says Goldberg. Then we say it should be socially inviting, with circular seating areas, communal gathering spaces, and the use of nature. And then the third level is what we call emotionally inviting, and that's by using art, good design lines, music, and things that put us in even a better emotional state. Since launching their park in Portland, the nonprofit has inspired the construction of several other similarly designed playgrounds across the U.S. Well, to me, I just find this story to be good news because I feel every child, no matter what their disability, should be able to go to a playground and have fun. Wheelchairs or not, every child should be able to go to the playground and have a good time. May the Lord bless Mr. Goldberg and his daughter Harper, and may they have many fun hours at their newly designed playground. Well, that's my rant for today. I hope you got something positive out of it. I know I enjoyed it. I enjoyed putting it together, and I enjoyed this good news. I just hope I can find the right way to vote when it comes time to. I just thank you for tuning in. Know that as long as I'm feeling well, I'll post again tomorrow. I'll post a rant, and I'll post some good news, and maybe even some celebrity birthdays. So, again, I just thank you for tuning in. And may you have a blessed day.